From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego with your latest news. Good news from Deputy Governor, the Honorable Franz Manderson tonight. Yesterday morning, after experiencing chest pains, I was admitted to the hospital where I was diagnosed with having a micro heart attack and received an emergency medical procedure. I'm happy to report that my procedure was successful. I am recovering well thanks to the dedicated and professional team of medical professionals at the Health Services Authority and Doctors Hospital. Mr. Manderson extends a heartfelt thank you to the public for its outpouring of support and well wishes. Your words of encouragement and prayers have meant the world to me and my family. The Deputy Governor says he will continue to follow doctor's orders until he is fully recovered, but says he is already doing much better. Mr. Manderson says it's important to take your health seriously and ask for help when you need it, as it may have well saved his life. A 27-year-old wanted man is now in custody. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has more. Police arrested 27-year-old Luisto Hernandez in Town Monday on suspicion of attempted murder and possession of an unlicensed firearm. Wanted since late July, Hernandez was described as violent, armed, and dangerous. Police say he was wanted in connection with a shooting on Oakland Close in Windsor Park back in April that left a man with gunshot wounds in the abdomen. Officers also arrested a 22-year-old Town woman on suspicion of defeating the course of justice for assisting the suspect in evading police. She has been released on bail pending further investigation. Hernandez has been formally charged and appeared in court today. His next appearance is November 25th. Reporting for Radio Man News, I'm Dion Anglin. Police reveal in today's press conference that they have their eye on a group of suspects for the recent spike in robberies. Radio Man's Felicia Rankin-Solins reports. Commissioner of Police Derek Byrne says the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service have identified what they believe to be three groups involved. We've been doing a lot of background work on, on, on at least uh, 10 persons comprising these three groups. And to speak about the three groups, they're known to us. Most of them have, have served time in custody and are known to the prison population. And some of them are not long out of prison having served sentences for other related crime and as well as being involved in robberies they are involved in other types of crimes as well. Byrne states that two are currently in custody for unrelated crimes. Of the group of 10 and possibly more we believe that they are loosely associated rather than tightly controlled or tightly knit. They can operate together, they can operate in small groups. We know they can call each other and decide to assemble a group very quickly and decide to go and, and conduct a robbery. Other patterns have begun to emerge to the police, such as a specific group of three cars that are often involved in the crimes, two silver Hondas and one red Honda. And we see that they are changing number plates um, on the cars being used. We're watching that very closely. And that actually coincides with a number of number plates that have been stolen from vehicles, parked vehicles across Grand Cayman over the last number of weeks. So a key message to our community is you know, keep an eye on your number plates and if they are stolen, please let the police know as quickly as possible in case it is going to be used in the commission of one of these crimes. The public are encouraged to not harbor criminals and if they have any information to relay it to the police. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. Anonymous tips can be provided directly to the confidential tip line at 949-7777 or via the rcips.ky website. 
Government is looking to improve its asylum processing. Radio Cayman's Paula Cal reports. The newly gazetted Customs and Border Control Amendment Bill, if passed, will update the Customs and Border Control Act to adjust the procedures relating to applications for asylum. The view is that the changes will facilitate faster decision-making while continuing to observe the island's obligations under the Convention relating to the status of refugees. Under the bill, the director will be able to delegate certain powers to an officer of the rank of assistant director or above. Clause 3 does four things. It grants leave to remain in the islands for three years in the first instance for successful asylum applicants and provides for an application for indefinite leave to remain in the islands two years after the grant where the person continues to be a refugee. It empowers the director when refusing the application for asylum to certify the application as clearly unfounded. It allows CBC to treat applications as withdrawn or abandoned where the applicant fails to attend a scheduled interview or hand in required documents unless the applicant can prove those incidents were unavoidable and quote outside of their control. And finally, it requires, where an application for asylum is refused, that the director provides the reasons for the refusal at the same time the applicant is notified of the decision. There are also two new sections being proposed. One provides for the determination of whether an applicant has a well-founded fear of persecution when the director considers an application. The other makes it an offense for an applicant to provide false or misleading information. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Paul Akal. The membership of the Refugee Protection Appeals Tribunal will also increase under the amendment bill, which can be found online at gazettes.gov.ky. Cayman's Financial Services Minister holds his own at a meeting with European members of Parliament this week. I would like to express that it's also a real honour for me to appear before you today. In particular, because my country at times feels a level of frustration that more often there are groups that talk about us, but not with us. And I'm therefore grateful for this opportunity of dialogue to create a better understanding of the Cayman Islands. It gives me great pleasure to assist you in your important work and help to correct any misunderstandings. The Honorable Andre E. Bynes told the EU's Parliament's Subcommittee on Taxation Matters that their work is important, acknowledging that global tax measures are vital tools to address global problems such as income inequality and climate change. In his presentation, he explained Cayman's consumption-based tax system and system of levying fees as opposed to direct taxation. We also have a strong, long-standing record of excellence with respect to anti-money laundering and counter-financing of terrorism. For more than two decades, we have collected beneficial ownership on on a verified basis and have had a central register of beneficial ownership information since 2017 with a 24-hour response time to law enforcement requests for information. Mr. Ebangs also fielded questions about minimal taxation of multinationals, the impact of Brexit, and corporate taxation. In other local news, the Community Enhancement Program, NICE, is back. Works will be starting on the 28th of November to the 16th of December, so we'll be doing it for three weeks going forward there. On Radio Cayman's For the Record this week, Planning, Agriculture, Housing and Infrastructure Minister the Honorable J.E. Banks tells listeners registration is just around the corner. They should be at the Lions Center um, to get registered on the 28th 
of November, which is Monday coming. The NICE program provides short-term work for unemployed Caymanians and spouses of Caymanians. After a few weeks of relief, local fuel prices are creeping back up. We get the support now from Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller. According to the overall Retail Network Weekly Analysis of the Cayman Islands done by the Utility and Competition Regulation Office, the average price of self-service regular gasoline is now $5.85 a gallon, which is up $0.07 cents since the last check on November 7th. Premium self-service gasoline spiked $0.11 cents to $6.24 and diesel rose to $6.56 a gallon, an increase of $0.16. Cents. For a quick comparison, three months ago, prices were $6.76 for regular, $7.10 for premium, and $6.68 for diesel. For Grand Cayman, the cheapest self-service regular is reportedly being sold at Jose's, where Offrag says it's $5.65 a self-service gallon. The average price for regular gas in Cayman Brack is $5.58. Folks on Little Cayman are paying $7.89. On the diesel side of things, Offrag says the cheapest self-service option is refuel, where it's selling for $5.95 a gallon. According to AAA, the average price of gasoline in Florida climbed to $3.51 USD for regular, $4.22 for premium. Log on to Offrag.ky for a full breakdown. Reporting for Radio Cayman News. I'm Carsley Fuller. And we'll leave you with this one. Pirates Fest is coming to a close this weekend, but there are still loads of fun events on the calendar. We'll start the day on Friday with a turtle release from Governor's Beach, which is sponsored by the Cayman Turtle, mm-hmm. the Cayman Turtle Center. Um, and then we come back into town at 5.30 for our Pirates Fest 5K run walk, um, being hosted by the um, Mustang Track Club. Ministry of Culture's Ventisha Connolly says folks can then run right into the big block party. So our big street dance for that night starts at about 7 o'clock. And of course, we'll have a food festival happening on Shedden Road on, in the RBC and Kirk Freeport parking lots. The block party wraps up around 2 a.m. For the full Pirates Fest calendar, check out piratesfestcayman.com. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego.